Blog Talk Radio. It's like you're looking through a telescope. You see where you're going to be. Growing, getting better. You're not the person they see. Can't be mad at show Rodney and I would like to once again thank you guys for choosing us on this beautiful beautiful Tuesday night I must say I am uh, hosting the show from outside looking at the sunset and the clouds linger as well so it is a beautiful beautiful still night but still it says so many things at least in my language so welcome Rodney what are you up to how are you doing how's the family Tammy, I I was doing okay, but I'm a tad bit jealous of you now. It's like the more and more I think about you sitting outside and doing the show, I'm like, man, I need to just do that one. <laughs> but all is it is, it all is, is absolutely what, beautiful. <laughs> and you know, the sun, uh, it it really just got dark here, so uh, I'm sure you have a beautiful sunset there in Memphis. Um, but everything is good here. Life is good. Uh, we just wrapped up another school year. It was number 12 for me. Um, I would have never thought um, in, in all the years of my life and all the years of my teaching, I would have never thought the last three months of the school year would have played out the way that they did. But you know what? Um, all is all is well. Uh, I'm I am happy to be healthy. I'm happy that uh, Tamaria is, is doing well. I'm happy that Nadia is doing well, and Nadia is growing so much. Sammy, she got a little attitude with me yesterday. Uh, it was so funny. Um, but you know, like 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 children do. Uh, you know, they they have short memories, and you know they bounce back. So, but it was it was quite hilarious. But all is well here. I am looking forward to um, the next few weeks just to see how things uh, play out. Uh, there are a lot of uncertainties, um, uh, I'm sure, across the country, um, just like there are here in, in terms of how school is going to start back. So um, 
I normally get four weeks off during the summertime, but I don't think that's going to happen this summer um, just because um, if my principal calls and, and, and she says that, you know, um, she needs help with something, you know, uh, I'm definitely uh, going to be there. I know our other assistant principal is going to going to be there, you know, just because we all get along and work so well. So uh, I'm looking forward to the future. Looking forward to the future. Wonderful. Um, what have and you for been our up new to? listeners, they may not. Well, Rodney, for our new listeners, I see we got you know a few little new numbers. They don't know. They don't know your story. So Rodney is a new dad, assistant principal of a school, new dad. Um, and what? May, how many years is it for you and Tamaria now married? Is it four? It seems like it three or four. four on, it will be four on July, July the second. It's funny. Yeah, July the July the second. It will be four years. So he's got a lot of newness in his life right now, and so <laughs> not it, it's the little one that he's talking about with the attitude. So for our regular listeners, they know all about our families and all of that as well. But here, um, just busy, busy, Rodney, um, really busy, but a, in a great way, making some some wonderful and positive changes as well. So. I'm, too, looking forward to the future in spite of all that seems to be going on around us. Um, people just kind of need to keep the faith. I met a young man this today that I um, just thought it was so needed to hear his voice tonight to take us into um, the show before we bring our special guest on Um I met him, and I was inspired for many reasons, and I want to share before I bring him in, and then we'll get into the um, the housekeeping things. But to me, to see someone walking around um, asking people to support their dream, um, to me that says, especially young people today, and not just asking without giving something for it, but and having no fear, just having that confidence, he walked in and lit up the store that I was in and, and asked, and I saw him ask a few more people. And that just spoke to me because we sometimes we want things, but we're afraid to speak up and ask, and they can, they can be something inside of us that we want to birth, that needs to be birthed. And we all have our gifts and our talents, and we all have ideas, but do we have – well, let me, say, let me say this in a different way. Are we able to set aside um, our egos um, or our ego, our pride, all of those things? Are we willing to say, hey, and he actually told me, I'm not going to let anything stop me. And just from the brief conversation, he's had ob- obstacles, sure, like we all have. But to see someone so young, I, I, I think 24 is young for me, but to see that drive and that commitment in him was refreshing for me today it it just was very refreshing so um I, I what I asked him to do is I was like I can support you more than that I did get a cd from him as well um and I was so thankful that even the store because sometimes stores are like you know no you can't do that in here go on but no they said sure we'll listen so they listened to him and some of the customers did as well, and he, he walked out and, and had did his thing. So very appreciative for even the store that I – the location that I was in today for doing that because um, 
you know, you can shut somebody's dream down. He, someone may not have the confidence or the drive that he has, and they go into a store and they, they tell a young young person, no, we, we can't let you do that here. And, and they may, that dream may stop for them right there. Um, I don't think it would be the case for him, but that being said, I think we should stop, listen, and take time for our young people today because they're on a different drive. They're on a different motivation, I think. So without further ado, so that we can get um, Mr. Cedric Devine, Chairman of uh, Soaring to Success in, we're going to bring you in. I see your number out there. We're going to bring you in in just a second. But I want to introduce him. He's going to do um, a song for us and then tell us how we can connect with him, support his um, purpose, what he's doing, and all of that. So let me, and his name is Jay Charles. Jay, are you Hi. on with us? How are yes, you? ma'am. I'm good. I, I know you didn't. Good. I don't. I don't know if you knew that you did all that for me today. You motivated me in a different way from my own life. So, introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are, how you got to this point. And then give us your your song, and then we'll we'll connect back with you maybe even later to have your story told here on the on Butterfly Evolution. So tell them a little bit about you. Well, I was inspired when I was young to make music because I had a poor life, and I wanted music inspired me. So I was always into music, but at fifteen I started getting into the studio and recording, and I started pushing out mixtapes and selling them on the streets. But before that, when I was, like, younger, my mom used to make me sell candy and pay the bills, so she kind of taught me the hustle. So I knew whenever I got a CD done that I'd be able to sell it. So when I turned 21, I had pushed out, like, four or five mixtapes by then, but I got into a wreck after selling CDs one day. And my little Saturn was ramped by Avalanche. I flatlined three times on the spot. I had four brain brain bleeds. They had to put three pints of blood in me. And then I was put into an induced coma for three weeks. And they put metal rods in my legs and took my spleen out as well. And that, But now I have a record deal. I got through recovery. I started selling CDs again, started recording. And now I have a record deal, and I'm waiting on my record label to put out my first official album. But we're kind of waiting on shows to open up around the world because coronavirus has messed us up. So I have a question for you. Why didn't? How, how did you keep going? How did you remain motivated after the accident and going through that? How did you remain motivated, and even after a record deal, still have um, – I guess, the drive to go face-to-face with people and ask for their support. Well, my mom taught me to hustle at a young age, and scared money doesn't make any money. And that's what Mm -hmm. I learned. You can't be afraid to ask for what you want. My dad always told me I would never give you anything if you don't ask, because that's part of being a man. That's humbleness. Okay, okay. All right. Um, Rodney, any questions for you before we wow, do his I, thing? <laughs> I love what he's 
I love what he just said, and I think that is a life lesson for all of us. Um, uh, and I'm and I'm so glad that that, that your dad taught you that. It's something that I never thought about. Um, but what do you? What is your main message that you try to get across, whether you are uh, performing or whether you're just having a general conversation to a uh, general conversation with anyone? What is your main message that you try to get across? Just want to motivate and inspire people to fight, no matter what's thrown at them in life. Like, keep that fire. I like that. I like that. Keep God first. Keep always think about what God wants for you. That's good stuff, man. I'm I'm excited to hear you. I'm excited to hear you. I know I didn't get to meet you like Tammy did, but. I'm excited to hear you. I appreciate you. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, all social media platforms under J Childs. This is J A Y and then Childs like a kid. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat is J Childs 100. All right. Well, let's. I am am looking you you up now. (laughs) Go ahead and do your thing. Go ahead and do your thing. Okay. Brother Deb, my mama too. One day I'll be up in heaven with you. Life is a struggle, but that doesn't matter. You still got to do what you do to get through. Fight every day for the truth. Go make a change. Break up the loop. Do something different than them other dudes. Life is a mystery. I got a clue. This for my brothers and cousins. The family know that I got them when I finally not broke. Man, that's so we're going to do something great with the talent that's running through our bones. God got a plan for the boy. I done died and came back like the members of macho. Want to know greatness and learn my story because most of my stories are not told. Praying that I do not turn cold. I keep that fire inside of my soul. Helping the mothers along on the road. Everyone needed and everyone knows. Most of the people be acting so fake they don't care of humanity. That's what I think. Y'all need to go learn a lesson, man. I'm just confessing, but I am the same. Stay in your lane. <laughs> wow. Yay. All right. I love it, James. Where can we, where can we, I know you said we can find you on YouTube, where, but where can we purchase your music? Well, I'm waiting on my label to actually put out my first official album. I've done nothing but mixtapes since I was like 15. I put out like six of them already. I sell them on the streets. Okay. I would I would love to I would love to buy it, man, and support you. Well, I'm also on iTunes and Spotify as well. I put one of my mixtapes on there through DistroKid. Okay. Good stuff. Tammy, you're always finding some powerful people. I count it all a blessing, really. I mean, really, just uh, I hear so many people talk about, or you know, we talk about things, what's going on in our lives, but we don't think about solutions. And, and even what he said about his dad telling him, I won't give you anything unless you ask. I think that is a powerful, powerful message because – we will need, I've been there. Pride has kept me with my own father at a younger, younger, of course. Um, we think that people just should know, and they may know sometimes, but we, should, we are also responsible for asking, for verbalizing our wants, our needs, and so forth. So, uh, and also scared money doesn't make money. So that's powerful. Um, 
Jay, thank you. And we want to have you back uh, because you do have a story to tell. We'd like to hear more about your life. Um, you've dealt with a lot of things, being 24, I know, you know, with your mom and, and all of that. So I'll, I have your information, so we will get back in touch with you. Feel free to stay on. As I told you about tonight, we're having um, – a very, I, I, I'm so excited about soaring to success because it's a part of the world that I just don't know enough about, especially when it comes to what they're doing with it. And you may know someone that this can be a blessing to as well. So feel free to stay on with us. And if you can't, you can also go back and listen to the um, to the episode later, to the archive episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. But I'll be in touch. Thank you again so much. Do you want to give out your contact information again, how they can reach you? Well, Facebook and YouTube, Jay Childs, J-A-Y, and then Childs like a kid. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, Jay Childs 100. I'm also on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all streaming platforms. Okay, and they can just put in J-J-A-Y, Childs, like Childs with a uh, S. Correct? J-A-Y space. T-H-I-L-D-S. Yes, ma'am. Cool. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm going to go ahead and mute you back out. But like I said, feel free to stay on or listen to the archive at a later time, and I'll be back in touch, okay? I love you all. Y'all be blessed. All right. Thanks, man. All right. You guys, um, for those of you who are listening and may not have listened before, we want to welcome you again, and Rodney, would you like to just remind them of our trash can, baby? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and before I, before I do, Tammy, I do want to give a shout-out because um, yesterday we were, we had a very powerful um, conversation um, with our staff yesterday um, that was led by our principal, and we were just talking about everything that's been going on um, and kind of touched on a lot of points that were made on, on, on our show, on this show last Tuesday. Um, but my principal led a conversation yesterday and it was, it was very powerful and very moving. Um, and I did give out, um, our, um, link, um, and show information, um, to our staff. Um, so to anyone who is listening, who is a, um, member of the Drainsville elementary school family, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for your support. We hope that you enjoy the show. And at any time, you can dial in. The number is 563-999-3542. Again, 563-999-3542. And if you have a question or comment, you can press the number one and we'll pull you in. Um, And here on the Butterfly Evolution Show, uh, for those of you who are are new to the party, um, and even for those um, who listen to us on a regular basis, uh, we like to encourage you to um, find a trash can um, that you use on a regular basis. We all use them, whether we are, um, you know, taking out the trash once a week to be picked up, whether we are, whether we are using them, you know, in our kitchens, in our bathrooms, in our offices, uh, whatever the case may be. And we, we like to encourage you to move your trash can to a, different location and and this has been going on for for years uh, we we've been doing this for years i um i was thinking about this the other day tammy i don't know when you actually started it but i know 
when you interviewed me the second time for Tata being black, uh, that was the first time I heard uh, you talk about it. And that was, I think, six years ago now, <laughs> if you could believe that. But we like to encourage you guys to move your trash can to a different location and see how many times you revisit its old location. A lot of times we we live on autopilot and don't even realize it. We we get into routines and habits, um, and we don't even think about the things that we do. We don't think about the path that we take. We don't think about how we go back into old relationships or we find old contacts or we try to go back to old jobs or um, because those things are familiar. And so – Move your trash can to a different location and just keep a tally of how many times you go back to its old location or how many times you just toss the trash because in your mind you know where uh, the trash is. Um, you know, but on this show, we like to promote transformation or change. Um, and we like to encourage um, everyone who listens to think about their thoughts, their words, their actions, and what can you do to transform into being a better person or to, into being a different person. Uh, so move your trash can and just see how many times you go back to its old location. And we always put this challenge out here for people to um, share with us how many times they went back to the old location. We don't usually get a, uh, a response, but maybe one day we will, Tammy. Uh, back over to you. Yeah, we've gotten a few back in the day, uh, and I've gotten a few personally, but people rarely come on and tell, with the, with the exception of, I believe, Anthony Collins, who uh, shared his story a few years back with about the trash can baby. But um, yeah, it works. It works and does promote the importance of change, the importance of the mindset being, for one, um, how often we just, we go with the flow. We get on autopilot mode in life, and we just keep doing things just because they are familiar to our spirit. We are we become accustomed and adapt to it. So we never want to be on autopilot, especially for those things that does not work for us, does not um, complement where we want to go in life. That being said, you also have to know where you want to go in life and have a plan to get there. So. Um, big ups again to Jay. I'm just, I was just so motivated that he wasn't, there's so many things that he could be out doing or, or just asking and not wanting to give anything, but not just buy my CD. Let me hear you first. Um, may I, may I just drop, drop the rap, the, the lyrics for you or the song and then see what you want. No obligation. So I love, love that because that means you can put your ego aside, your pride aside and, um, and you moved on. And, and and that being said, I did see one of his posts today where he said this this man told him you might would sell more CDs if you put on. He said he had just a tank top on if you uh, would have dressed better. And he said he told the guy, well, you know, it is hot out here, and I might give that a try. Maybe I'll make more than $250 a day selling my CDs if I put a shirt on. But just just little things like that, how we how people just try to kill your dreams. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> by the way you yep. dress, and it's hot outside. Yep. It means walking. Like why why is that the um, why is that so important? Like a, a tank top. 
you know, it's just kind of crazy. So, but he kept going. So, well, that being focusing said, on the I, mess, focusing on the messenger and not the message. Right, right, right. And again, that would that could possibly steal somebody's dreams, especially if they already are subconscious about body or whatever. So you just never know. Speak words that promote life and that are motivating to people. And I'm not saying that there's not ever a time where you don't have to tell some young person and some old people as well how to dress or how not, what's appropriate. But if I'm walking and sell my CDs or whatever, let that be my thing. And sometimes we could just need to let some things go and, and, and pray for the young man if that's what you thought would bring him more um, sales. So I just found that interesting. So without further ado, tonight we are going to talk to Mr. Cedric Devine, um, who is chairman of Soaring to Success. I must say that this was all very interesting to me when I went on the website. You guys, I I know nothing about drones it's, it's compared to what I learned when I looked at the site. I I am so embarrassed to say this, but when I saw the drone, the picture of the drones, I was like, man, they're going to have people flying on the drones because that's what it looked like. People were on them. And it was like, <laughs> it is not people. <laughs> so after reading, I'm like, wow, this is a whole other world. And the only drones I think about is those ones that I see flying around in my neighborhood, like, what are you doing? Are you looking at me? And those kind of things. But this is so much bigger than what I know and what I've seen and heard. It's on a whole other level. So I am glad to introduce and let me pull in Mr. Cedric Devine, and he is going to tell us more about Soaring to Success, what they do, how it works and just any other information. So if you have some young people, um, grab them, call them, text them, tell them to get on, and older people as well. But I'm I'm all for um, our young people learning some trades and learning some new things uh, as well. So get them on, the, on this show, on this call, do whatever you have to do to get them involved. Um, Mr. Devine, are you on with us, and can you hear us? Oh, yeah, I'm here. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing just fine. Good. Thank you for your patience. I wasn't planning on that, but I wanted to support that young man and just give him an extra uh, push to to move forward in his life. So thank you for your patience and us bringing you in. And I'll start with uh, just asking you to tell a little bit more about yourself and give us kind of an introduction to Soaring to success, and then I'm sure from there we're going to have some questions and all of those things. So just tell us a little bit about yourself as much as you'd like to, um, and then soaring to success, and then we'll get into some questions and things like that. That's fine. I'm Cedric Devine with Soaring to Success. I'm the chairman. I'm a Vietnam-era vet, but I'm also a farmer, a drone pilot, an inventor, electrician, I have a lot of skills up under my belt. But we design uh, Soaring to Success as a nonprofit for the reasons of trying to help people to understand the benefits of the drones and how it can help their business. What we do at Soaring to Success is we help businesses understand how they can make money 
getting these uh, large government contracts. And this is where the money is. Uh, it's a industry that most people don't understand, but it's like saying they just invented the telephone, they just invented the computer, everybody will use it sooner or later. We've been doing this for uh, about two years now, but I've been a drone pilot ever since 2016. I got in at the very beginning. And it is a exciting industry, to say the least. Uh, there is no industry that will not be touched by it. Believe what I'm saying. It's like saying they just invented the computer. Who would ever thought that a mechanic can fix a car with a computer? Who would ever thought that even now we have a computer in our hand as opposed to the old-fashioned telephone with the rotary dial? So this is an exciting industry. We um, try to stay in three areas, even though it's so broad, but we try to stay in three areas and that is uh, aerial photography, uh, agriculture, and then uh, preventive maintenance and general maintenance, using drones to find parts and do certain things. It's just a huge market. Just to give you a little bit of information, uh, one of the things I think is the hottest things right now, people in the COVID-19 and all of that, one of the things that drones can do that is very effective is finding people whose temperature is above what it's supposed to be. The drones that uh, are out now with the equipment on it can actually find in a crowd someone's temperature that's 100, 101, 102, higher than what it's supposed to be. It doesn't mean that they have the coronavirus, but that's one of the main symptoms. And that is that's huge. Uh, the drone can fly through a crowd of, say, a 1,000 people. It, it scans 15 people per second. And that's huge. So, But I'm ready for any questions that you all may have at this time. Okay, I have one. So, and this is coming, remember, I like, this is so new to me, and I have, even after hearing you, I still feel like there's just such a void in, in my knowledge of this. So a pilot, a drone pilot, that is the person that, so if, if I see a drone that's flying above now, there's someone somewhere um, in control of that drone, right? Yes. It, I mean, somebody somewhere. How, somebody somewhere. What is the distance? Like, so if I'm sitting here, what is the um, average distance? Uh, that that well, I, I will, can, can fly that drone. Well, let me just break it down into two things. One is okay. man-operated, and the other one is software-operated. If it's man-operated, usually the man or whoever's operating it is usually within at least a half a mile of you because they have a law that says that you can't fly a drone beyond the line of sight. In other words, you have to be able to see it. So if that person can see the drone, there's a pretty good chance it's within a half a mile, and they can't go any higher than 400 feet. Now, if it's software-driven, 
then that's a little bit different. And that would be on like on the military side where they're using a drone. They're flying it in the United States, the operates in the United States, but it actually may be in Iraq, Iran, some foreign country. And it's actually carrying some kind of weapon, maybe a bomb or missile or something like that. So there, like I said, there's two okay. types of ways to do that. Okay. But mostly we're into the man with the man side, where where a pilot is on the ground, and they either are doing line, uh, power line inspections or inspecting a building or taking some aerial shots. These um, shoes are not too far from the drone. Okay. And who is the perfect candidate for the training that you guys do, the certification and all that? Like, what, what does the perfect candidate look like? The perfect candidate? Well, would, let me just break it down into which industry you're in. If they're a small okay. business and they don't understand it, want to at least look at it, what we do is we come out and we do a business assessment of your business and see, will it fit? It's just like asking me, who is the perfect person for or perfect business for a computer? And when computers first started, you'd say, well, I I don't know anybody. But that's not true, but now it is. I don't think there's nobody in America that doesn't know what a computer is, even if they don't have it. They still know what it is. So... Um, the perfect candidate for us would be a company, a business that wants to get into the technology early. Don't wait till it's 10, 15, 20 years from now and try to get into it because all the opportunities will be gone. Get in it now while you have the opportunity where the industry is still developing. Look at it like a woman is seven months pregnant. And, and, Everybody knows it's going to come out. You start buying the diapers and all of that. It's getting ready for it to happen. But a young business or old business, the opportunities are huge. And when we come in and do an assessment, whether you're in construction or medical or whatever industry, we're going to do an assessment. There's a small fee for it, but it's well worth it. We're a nonprofit. We're not going to charge you a couple thousand dollars. That's not going to work. But from the assessment, you'll see the opportunity. And the opportunity is huge. If you're unable to do the ability, in other words, one of the things, you're unable to become a pilot, we'll do those services for you. We'll assist you. We'll find people for you that will be pilots. We'll help you develop the drones and the equipment you need. We'll just baby you all the way through. No problems. Once you get that contract with that government, you're going to go, "Uh uh-oh, something nice just happened. There are so many contracts Hmm. out there. It is just huge. As you looked on my website, you see it was $4 billion right now for contracts out there. $4 billion. Yeah, they're there. And you say, well, how can I get in it? Well, 
You need to let us come by, make an assessment, show you what you want to do, what you need to do, how to do it. We're going to baby you all the way through. We're business consultants in the drone technology. You won't have any problems. We'll show you where the curriculum is, how to pass the test, how to get with the FAA, how to buy the drones, what your piece of equipment to use, everything. We just need your approval to go and make some money. Now, you don't want to make anything, we can't help you. But the arbitrary. Sir, <laughs> 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 so, so, uh, Mr. Devine, I really like the way you put that. <laughs> uh, this is this is Rodney. Uh, I'm the uh, um, I'm the co-host here of the Butterfly Evolution Show, and uh, it's so glad to have. Uh, it, it's so good to have you on. I was I was telling Tammy that the more I read the description, uh, the more intrigued I, I became, and I wanted to learn. More now, I was excited to talk to you. So to hear you speak um, uh, is is quite refreshing because you've you've answered some of my questions because I wanted to know uh, about the opportunities um, and and I've never thought about um, I, I I've seen drones or seen what uh, uh, a small portion of what they can do um, and this was so timely for me because last Saturday. Uh, we helped a friend with a commercial, and one of the photographers slash videographers he brought a drone, and the 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 pictures that and the videos that he was able to capture um, with the with the drone was just amazing. And so my wife asked, you know, about the price, and he said. You know, there the prices vary, but the the one that he had was about four hundred dollars. Um, so, can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, now that you discussed, you know, the opportunities and opportunities and things like that? Um, if let's say it's somebody like me who is not very good with technology, um, I'm 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 a very basic guy when it comes to technology. I don't have a fancy iPhone, you know, any of those things, or a fancy computer. But let's say it's somebody who is, you know, now after listening to you or hearing about this um, opportunity, is now interested. Um, what do you say to those people? Okay, let me find out where you are, and I'll just make it simple. Where do you uh, ask a couple of questions for me? Where do you live? I live in no, no, no. Fairfax, I mean, in the, no, I mean, it's nice neighborhood, bad neighborhood. Where do you live? I I live in a nice neighborhood. <laughs> I live in a nice okay. neighborhood. Okay, all right. So you live in a nice neighborhood. Okay. Now, I would say, can I show you how to make some money? Uh, the answer, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> okay. I'm always so open next, that one. you called so, me at two o'clock so in the next, morning for that one. So next, okay, I said okay. Since you stand in a nice neighborhood, how many people, or how many houses in your neighborhood need a new roof? Mm, that I'm not sure. Okay, great. That's the perfect answer. And guess what? Lowe's don't know. Home Depot don't know. Like rental 
places that rent equipment for roofers don't know. So how about I show you how to do something? I want you to go up. I'm going to show you how to go up in the air. Take a picture of just your street. Just your street. And then we're going to put it on the Internet. And then we're mm. going to charge that information. Notice you didn't need driver's license. Notice a lot of things you didn't need that mo- normal jobs will say you got to have. I didn't do no background check. You didn't fill out no application. I'm just going to show you how to go up in the air, take one picture, put it on the Internet, and you're going to sell it for nineteen ninety-five a shot. Now, you stay in a nice neighborhood, right? Yes, sir. How many yards? How many yards are pretty? Uh, I would say all 50%? of them, if I had to guess. Okay. Okay, so somebody either takes care of it or they buy products for them, right? Okay. How many kids are in that same neighborhood? That I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, you can do it, though. You know how you do it? Because at 7.15 in the morning when all the kids are standing out waiting on the bus to come get them, you're going to go up in there and take a picture. And you're going to say, why would you do that? Well, Sears, J.C. Penney's, even down to Family Dollar, want to know how many kids are in there because they're doing something. They're buying backpacks. They're buying them lunches. Right? This is oh, wow. All I did was I should go up in the air, take a picture, <laughs> took two seconds. Things, I, things I've never thought about. Okay. But see, what I'm trying to get you to understand is this is the data age. This is the age of data. We were in the age of information. Now we're in the age of data. Okay. So how many of those kids get certain kinds of shoes and stuff like that? Now you said, well, how can I get Nike to come to my website. Well, you just show them picture all them kids in that nice neighborhood. And they're going to go back and say, wait a minute. So the average income in that neighborhood is $35,000. So they should be able to buy this set of shoes. But where are they located? And which store is close to them? And we need to do a sale. Bing, 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 bing. But they had to get the information from you, which you charge how much? Nineteen ninety five. Okay, so while you sleeping, what's your website doing? Working. Yeah, working. <laughs> you get up the next morning and I want you to do something for the city that you're in. I want you to just go up in the air and take a picture of the street. And on the street you're gonna show all the little bit of potholes. That's on your street. The little improvements that it needs, the cracks in the sidewalk. Now, how much would the city pay to bring a man out there to do the exact same thing? What? Oh, man, 100? that's, that's got to be a lot of money. 200 300 plus benefits, plus gas, plus vehicle. And you sell them for how much? 1995. Oh, okay. 1995. <laughs> and you didn't even move off your street. 
So this is my point. This is the data age. Drones are used to, to get data, information, and that information is sold. Okay? And that's the age that it is. I usually charge about 250 an hour. And they pay me. I don't have to even beg them. I give you an example. One of my clients asked me to go and look at a building for them. They wanted me to go up and just take a picture at the top of the building because they had to fix the roof, but they were scared to send a man up there because they were scared he was going to fall through. The pictures, I sent them, yeah, don't send nobody up there. <laughs> Tear the building down. Now, what just happened? They paid me 250 and saved somebody's life. Would you call that cheap or what? Yeah, I mean, that that's... <laughs> that's wow, cheap. that's interesting. Okay, but I just made 250 in less than 45 minutes. Wow. Compared to somebody working at McDonald's all week and didn't even make it. So this is the so age that it is. Yeah. I have a question for you. How long does, um, well, how long is the flight training, and what are the benefits? I think you've already kind of hit some of those, but how long is the uh, flight, the flight training? training? Okay, the FAA has a Part 107 that you have to take. Uh, we have a course. If you stay diligent, study two hours a day for two weeks, you can pass the course. Okay, to take the test costs $150. To take our course costs $299. Okay? Mm-hmm. After that, we give you 20 hours of flight training. Because you can look on the Internet, and you'll see all of these services. And they promise you they'll give you flight training. But my question is, to you and any of your listeners, can I teach you how to drive a car in an hour? This is a promise that's on the Internet. You pay all this money, and they'll teach you how to fly for an hour. But you're usually in a class with other people. So you may get 10, 15 minutes if you're lucky. But we want to protect the industry. We want you to know what you're doing and how to do it. So when you're, as a business, when you're asked to do something or you're involved in a contract, that you have the confidence that you can do it. So we give you about 20 hours of training. Yeah. There's a cost associated with it, but we give you about 20 hours of training. Okay. And what's the average size of a government contract for drone technology? Like, what's the average size of that government contract? Uh, usually 50000 and up. Usually. 50000 and up. And I'll give you an example mm-hmm. of a good one. That was just here. Uh, we had um, Memphis Light Gas and Water. They needed a... Um, the power lines inspected, and it was for um, five miles. 
the electrical towers, the great big ones. They needed that. It was five miles, and that one was. They only had two companies to bid on it. Out of, out of Memphis, they only had two companies to bid on it. And when I called over and I asked, I said, wait a minute. You only had two companies to bid on. Can we start training other companies for you? Can I get a list of your contractors? You know what the answers were. I don't have to tell you. But somebody, some company did that in three days. Four days at the most. So how would you like to be able to do that? Hmm. Four days, 50 grand. Wow. Yep. Just like that. Just like that. Okay. Now, I, I, and, you know, I don't like to talk about a lot of issues, but the, one of the issues, one of the things that they want to do is the drone was able to show them through the technology and the photo technology, which is called thermal imaging, all the bad parts on the towers. So that's saving Memphis like gas and water and the consumers a lot of money to know which bad parts there are. It's just like having a, a tire on your car that has a slow leak. It's nice to know which one of them it is instead of buying a whole new set of tires, just changing out the one that has the slow leak. And that's what they were doing. And that's helping reduce the uh, cost of electricity and the uh, since it's going to get hot, um, the wear and tear of producing electricity. That's a great big thing. But that's some of, just some of the things that we can do. I can show a company how to do that. Yeah. Rodney, any questions? Uh, I, I think I'm still uh, just in in <laughs> in shock <laughs> because I didn't realize there was so much um, to learn about drones or or even the the opportunities. But um, you know, I didn't I didn't ask any any questions because I uh, this past weekend because I don't like to ask people about you know money or especially how much you know they paid for something. Um, but, you know, I know that those guys probably, because they do this full time now, they probably get paid a nice piece of change. And, you know, they're, they're essentially using the same equipment like over and over again. Um, I do want to ask a question to Mr. Devine about, um, you know, the potential opportunities or even maybe a pathway for um, children. You know, it, it, you know, do you guys you, um, you get step right, children you step involved? Right, <laughs> you step right in the hole, I tell you. You got a little mud on your foot on that one. Because okay. one of the things – I'm okay with one it. Of, one, of the things, <laughs> one, one of the little things I like to show kids. Now, you take the gentleman that was on earlier. He's a perfect candidate for me because I know okay. he has that will to live and to do things. So I would tell him, I said, look, I would give you a drone, 
teach you how to fly. Help you get your license. Gonna cost me probably about three hundred fifty, four hundred bucks. But after that, you're on your own. Now, I don't want you to do anything but just listen to the sirens. And you're in certain neighborhoods, you know they they come all the time, right down the street, right across the street, because it's just the kind of neighborhood people are in. As soon as you hear the sirens. Go up in the air and say, who wants this data right now? I'll give you an example. They're always talking about these people rioting and picketing and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say, for instance, you are just recording that with a drone. You're flying legal because there's some legal parts that you have to have in there. You're flying legal. And who wants that information? CNN? The CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. So, my brother, your child's out there flying that drone. How much you going to charge him for that hookup? Uh, I can't hear you. I'm going to charge him $19.95. No, you're not for a hookup? Of a live demonstration? <laughs> no, oh, boy, you no, no, say about a hundred, no, no. About 100 grand? Yeah. You understand what I'm, about a hundred grand? Because you got an exclusive. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, okay. So you see the police riding and fighting. How much is all that worth? Now, why are you doing that? Call Corey B. Trot and ask him how much he wants. For the hookup Because there's mm. going to be a lot of lawyers Wanting that data I promise Morgan and Morgan want to see it But you understand what I'm saying Now Let's Can we? Can I talk about something for, for just a moment Can we talk about yes, Entertainment Can we talk about entertainment and the kids can I come to your school during Black History Month with my drones? And here's what I want to do. I want to come, like, to the PTA meeting, when it's at night in the evening when it's dark. And I want to take my drones, and I want to do a light show of all the historical black people in the sky. Martin Luther King, and others. Make the images in the sky. Will y'all pay me to do that? Mm. I can't hear you. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm trying to describe to you. The opportunity is unlimited. Yeah. As drone as drone pilots right now, you know the hardest thing we the problem we got is what we can charge. Because we don't want to charge ourselves not enough and there's no drone pilot trying to be cheaper than the other one. I can tell you that now. Now, we just had a guy that had this great big great big drone on television, right? 
His funeral was longer than Martin mm-hmm. Luther King. It was all day long. But who went to the barrel? And wouldn't it be nice to have a drone up in the sky that was dropping angel wings at the, on the people that was at the funeral, at the burial? Wouldn't it have been nice just to do that? Would that really have been a nice set-off while they was putting them in the ground? Just the creativity hmm. is just huge. I told my wife, I said, all I want to do next year is funerals. She's going, what? I said, yeah, but I want to do children's funerals because to me those are most important, especially the ones where the kids get shot where they're sleeping in the bed. The kids get shot where they're at the playground. The kids get shot where they're at the park. And where I can go to the burial and just drop angel wings out the sky, putting the kids in the ground. I do it for free, no charge. Because I know that I'll get the adults for business. You understand what I'm saying? Right. We have a um, uh, we have a couple of questions here. Um, so, um, one person said. Um, they love this concept. Does it automatically go to your cloud in case cops shoot it down? If you got it linked up correctly, yes. Okay. And yep. as far as it coming to the school, um, so I work I, I work in the school. I think I think you heard that earlier. Um, and one right. person said they want a, they want a light show of drones at our school. They said we can hit up the PTA. Um, and then um, another teacher said, how much um, and for how long, and we can work for it. So um, it sounds like this is something that teachers are interested in. And I know for for you know um, the school where I work. Um, this would be a huge thing for our for our kids, for our staff, um, for our community. So um, you know, I know but that this would be something huge for us. Um, but so, here's what I know, would like to do. Okay. I, if there's a teacher or a small business, see, I can't run all over the country. I rather and. Insp- Teach someone how to do it, how they can make money at it. It's easier on me to say, come here, let me show you how to do it. Let me hold your hand, just like you're a teacher. Say, come to school, let me teach you the ABCs and all of that. And then from there, I'll show you where the opportunities are. I think all of these teachers who who are listening, I think they would all be interested. One of them just texted and said, "Me." Uh, so we're we're gonna have to make this happen. <laughs> and I know and I know these teachers are very serious um, because, you know, we we are all about opportunities, um, especially for for our kids. So um, yep. I know that they're serious. So I'm I'm gonna give it back to Tammy, but I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you because. 
I know. Okay. I am intrigued, and I'm glad that, that our teachers are intrigued. I'm going to give it back to Tammy, um, you know, in case Tammy has more questions. Um, okay, we also, you know, we, we have a, we, we, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we have a website. We're currently updating it as we speak. It's uh, soaring the number two success.org. As I said before, we're a nonprofit. And um, just uh, go in and email me. We got a uh, flying dirty at soaring to success.org. Just email me and, uh, We'll we'll you know go from there. Okay, sounds okay. good. Tell me, go ahead. And and there's that on the website, you guys. If you go to contact, all of that information is there as well. And it's soaring the number two success dot org, and you can just go over to contact and send out that information. And if you can't get a hold of it that way, you can also reach out to both Rodney and I. We'll get you in in connection with uh, Mr. Divine. So. I have a question here from Facebook, um, and I'm pretty sure you've answered it in a sense, but I'd like to just put it out there because you may have some some more to add. But this person, uh, Christine Taylor, is asking, if someone wanted to go to higher education to become a drone pilot, what would it be for? Is this a hobby or a job? Um, So I'll let you answer that because I I think she may have missed uh, some parts of it. Okay. Number one, uh, there's two opportunities. Some people just like it as a hobby to call recreational drone pilots. Those are the ones that are not licensed by the FAA. But I only deal with the ones that are licensed by the FAA. It's it's important. It's just like somebody having a driver's license. I want you to be licensed. You can go on YouTube. You can find all kinds of courses online. There's a bunch of them. Some of them are uh, as as little as 199. Some of them are more than that. I've seen some. They want to charge as much as nine thousand dollars. That is just ridiculous. But uh, you can email and I can send you a link. And ours, like I said, is like 299. I like it because it's all videos. I recommend two hours a day, no more than that. In 14 days, you'll be ready to take the test. The test will cost you $150 at one of your technical schools in your area. After that, you'll have to come see me and uh, be with me for a week. I'm going to show you how to fly drones. And you just it's just gonna be four hours a day, five days, twenty hours, but you're gonna be very good when you leave. In fact, I can almost guarantee you're gonna make your money back if you do what I ask you to do. Yep. So what if yep. so so let me ask you this, the classes, so to go through the class, um is it group They're sessions online. or is it Online, okay. That's nope. only, the only it's way the, right now. The, the online version for getting your FAA is online. You can take it online. Okay. You okay. don't have to come see me. Okay. The, okay. You can't learn, I'll just put it short, short as I can tell you, you can't learn to drive a car online. You got to get in the car. So, right. 
you got to be in front of me. Yep. And with social distancing and all of that, it works out anyway because you can't put two cars together and teach a person how to drive. You've got to have some space in between the cars. So social distancing and all of that kind of comes up. You just need to show up. I've got the drones okay. for you to fly. I'm going to teach you how to fly. Give you all, you know, because you got your license now. Now I can show you how to fly. Yep. So for someone that like Rodney doesn't live here, so he would be able to take the class online, then take the take the test. Once he passes, then he would come here for that one-on-one yep. training with you. Yep. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. And it's and like I said, it's World Warford. It's World Warford because before he even came, what I would ask him is what areas does he want to go into so that when he comes, I'm teaching him for what he wants to go into as opposed to giving him a buffet, little of this and little mm-hmm. of that. Okay. Um, okay. And that's, that's the beauty part of it. So uh, he talked about uh, his summer vacation may not be as long as it was before, but I would tell him in the second year, you can make more money during the summer than the whole school year. Oh, wow. It's there. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Wow. This this has been very enlightening for me. (laughs) So what, if someone wanted to sponsor, um, What's your sponsorship program like if someone wanted to sponsor uh, a young person or just someone, you know, that's interested in doing this, how would they do that? We'll be doing on the sponsor. We're waiting on the schools to give us an agenda. And once we get the school agenda, in other words, we're going to follow the universities and stuff like that the agenda that they have mm-hmm. because they're the ones going to be doing the sponsoring. And since we don't know what the okay. school's going to do, uh, so we got to follow their agenda. Okay. But, so if someone like one of us wanted to sponsor, just say some, some random person wanted to sponsor someone through your program. Is that, do y'all take sponsorship like that? Or they yeah. can just oh, get yeah. a person. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that would be what they would be sponsoring is the online training and the uh, test. Like I said, the online training is two ninety nine, and the test is one fifty. So that's about you know four hundred, five hundred bucks. Not a lot. And from there, uh, we would uh, teach the person. We'd give them one day. A course, flying course, I mm-hmm. teach them how to fly. And like I said, that's four hours. That's 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 quite a bit for free. Someone, that's quite a bit. Someone, uh, this is Rodney, someone asked, um, what about retirees? Hey, baby, let's let's do it. I'm I'm 67 myself. I got it. I got into it. I thought I thought I was going to retire. Nope. It's not happening. Like I said, I'm a Vietnam-era vet. Uh, 
if you can see, if you can walk, and you can talk, I got you. All right. Because you got to be able to see the drone, okay? And you got to be able to talk to your clients, okay? And you got to be able to walk to walk. You got to walk and go get that check. Go pick it up. Okay. All right. Well, um, it, it, that question right. is just like saying, <laughs> uh, you know, senior citizens can't use use telephones. They may not use them as much, but they use them. Yeah. That is now, true. Can I just interject something? Let's just say, for instance, that you are a caretaker and you take care of people, even in this days of social distancing. I can teach a caretaker how to dispense medicine by a drone inside the house. Then one part, fly the drone up to the other part. Drop it. Person picks it up. Put the pills in the mouth mm. the, and drink the water. Still using that social distancing. I'm telling you, it's coming. If if you could see it, it's coming. Social distancing ain't doing nothing but helping it. The more social distancing they recommend, the more popular drones going to become. You're going to be doing all kinds of things you never even thought of. This is Tammy. I just thought about how um, and how how if some disaster happens, meaning uh, tornadoes, even like the flood that happened um, here. I guess that was not well all over many places, but being able to go right. into certain areas with those and assess the area, see if there's people, you know, that are in need of help, direct location and things like that. Right. And never have I yeah, thought about we, that before now. Right. Well, that's one of the big issues is, you know, we're getting into the tornado and hurricane seasons and all of that. Uh, finding people is one of the most important things. But you remember I said I was a farmer, and one of the things that I realized, farmers, they have all these cattle, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but, the horses and the cows and the chickens, if they run away or get swept up, if they're still alive, they, somebody got to go find them. The drone can do it with the thermal imaging. And think about it, if you got a uh, $100,000 heifer out there that you use to make other cows and cattle with, you want to go find it. And you want to find it quick. That's $100,000 for hoofs going the wrong way. Because it's lost, like you were talking about in the flood and all of that, and uh, that's called search and rescue, and we can help a lot of those first responders and get and find you people in spots that they can't see with the naked eye. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the age requirement, or is there an age requirement? You have to for... be sixteen. You have to be sixteen uh, wow. for become a pilot. Yep. Okay. Okay. So little old bitty, you know, if I was a kid 16 and know what I know about drones and I wanted to form a little gang, yeah, we would do it. And all we do is collect data. We'd be in our little neighborhood 
flying our little drones, collecting data. People would run if they would see us coming, from the dope dealer, the prostitutes, all that, because they don't want to see us because we're doing something. Mm-hmm. They don't want us, you know, they're being seen. Images. Mm-hmm. Images are being sent to the computer, Facebook or whatever, and that data is accessible to the public. Okay. Yeah. This, this okay, question is kind well. of it's kind of off topic, but still on topic, if that makes sense. Um, with this being um, the future, or, or you know, everything that you said about you know, hop on it now. Um, let's say that we have people listening who are uh, who are into the stock market. Do you think that they should be looking into companies who make drones? Yes. Okay. okay. As I said before, there's two technologies. There's the software and there's the hardware. The hardware is somebody physically flying the drone. The software is flying the drone. Give you an example. Let's look at uh, security for the school. One of your teachers came up for the summer, and I taught him or her how to fly drones using software only. They could provide that perimeter around the school when the kids are there from, I guess, when 6.30 to 6.30 in the, in the evening. They will know where all the kids are. They can scan them for the virus before they go into the school. Huge contract. Huge contract. With the city or the county or whoever the school district is. And make good money in. Very good money. You need a team, of course. But, you know, you only took that maybe four or five people. Remember I talked about the light show with the historical figures in the, in the, in the sky? Three or four people. Yes. Three or four people managing about 250 drones with the software. Yep. And then the other side for your kids, uh, uh, you are a junior high school instructor. I'm at an elementary school. Oh, that's even better. Because for them, what I would like to do is start teaching them how to build their own drone while they're in elementary school. They can do it. They can do it. They won't get hurt. Yes, they can. Little tools and stuff that are available to them right now. Um, they're using paper. But when they put it together, it actually flies. That's one of the things that uh, I try to show people. It's not something new that you never heard of. But when you start getting the babies involved early, so now they're learning technology early. They got mm-hmm. confidence in themselves early. So when they're getting ready to go to that next step, what I like to see is you got a 17- or 18-year-old child going in, making about 35 bucks an hour. 
and they happy to pay them because this kid's got 10 years' experience building drones. They started when they were eight or nine years old. Wow. Yeah. So, so I have a question for you in terms of the school, and I don't, and I don't know if you've thought about this, but do you think that because um, I know a lot of um, schools are moving towards STEM education? Um, I actually taught STEM for about two and a half years. Do you think that um, what you're talking about would be good for like a STEM class? Do you think it would be good for just a traditional science class, um, or do you think it would be something that? would be beneficial as an extracurricular activity, maybe after school um, or before school, depending on, you know, the school schedule. Like, where do you see this fitting in for a school? Maybe even a weekend thing? Like, where do you see this fitting in with the school? It's, like I said, I'm waiting on the agenda of the schools, on the social Mm -hmm. distancing, because that's going to be crucial, because... Uh, I want to make sure that the parents know that the kid is in a safe environment and they won't be exposed to somebody else that has coronavirus, you know, things of this sort. So, but with all of that said, um, we were going to do a summer program for two weeks, but when the coronavirus hit, you know, our plans immediately changed. But I think a uh, two-week program or after-school program is good because it's so it's it's a, it's fun. It's fun to learn how to fly them. It's a break from the rigmarole, and you know a camaraderie starts with the kids and who takes the best pictures and who can fly the fastest. In fact, if you go on YouTube and check it out, you saw a girl. About six months ago, went a hundred grand, twelve years old flying a drone. I know what I'm saying. It's on YouTube. That's pretty cool. Uh, that Tammy, right? That's all I can think of right now. I'm, I'm uh, definitely going to look into this, and I've been uh, talking to uh, the teachers uh, throughout um, the show, and uh, it sounds like they're pretty excited. So. Uh, we're definitely going to look into this and reach out to Ms. Devine. Um, back over to you, Tammy. Uh, where, where are you? I don't know where you are. I am in uh, Northern Virginia. I'm in Fairfax, Virginia, okay. right outside of Washington, D.C. Okay. I got a I got a friend up there that does government contracts right there in Washington. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, okay. Well, we're we about thirty minutes, maybe thirty minutes or so from Washington D.C. Yeah, he's doing very well. So they're they're doing mil- military contracts. Okay, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. I just wanted to say, if there's no more questions or nothing else, anything else you want to get out, let's make sure that the people have your contact information again. I did post it out and on Facebook and shared it. I shared the the contact page of the website so that they could go right there to how to reach you um, and tag you in it, Rodney. So anybody who has questions or, or want more information, you can go there. But, if, but again, if you cannot, if something happens and you don't see it or lose it, please reach out to us and we'll make sure that you get connected. So, Mr. Devine, is there anything else you want to share? Um, 
any other questions you want to answer in more depth? Well, I I think you started to show off right, and I like to finish it off in the same manner. You can do anything you want to do, but love has to lead the way. Without love, there's no hope. And I do what I do. Soaring to success, we do what we do because we love helping the community. You have to have love to lead the way. Money is not always important. As you go along, you'll find out the love leads the way. Some of the richest people in the world have no love in their life. Some of the poorest people in the world have all the love in their life. And that's that for me. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, just a bundle <laughs> of knowledge. Just a bundle of knowledge. I think I'm interested, but I'm wondering, you know, like, can I really do this? I kind of have, have trouble balancing stuff like that, I, you know. But anyway, we'll see. I think you can, Sammy. Um, you think I can? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I think you well, can. I'm intrigued myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you're like, can I really? Could this is something that I could do? I, you know, I look forward to the time where we're not in this time in this era because I think it would be so awesome to get together with a group of people and go and take this class and learn how to do it and master it. Um, but you know, we are we are where we are. So, but great thing that you're doing. I think it will open up many opportunities for many, many people, um, retired, so forth, young, especially I love that it's, you have to be at least 16 that opens up doors for our young people to start something early on. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll be in contact with you because I, I would like to talk about maybe sponsoring a young person that could go through it. Um, and so I'll keep my eyes and ears open. But if you know of someone, you know, Let's talk about that as well. It sounds like a winner to okay. me. All right. All right. Thank you so much, um, Rodney. If you don't have anything, um, I guess let's make sure again, if you don't mind, just verbalize your contact information again, and then we'll turn it over to Rodney to bring us to a close. If there are no more okay, questions. Stop. It's fly dirty at soaringtosuccess.org at soaring the number two success.org flying dirty okay all right thank you so much mr divine this was very um helpful for me um i'm even more intrigued now than i was when i first read the description so i will definitely uh be in contact with you okay anything i can do to help let me know all right yes sir you have a great evening Uh, that was really good, Timmy. I'm glad that we had both of those gentlemen on uh, this evening, and um, I had a um, a good discussion. Uh, just, just you know, real quick with some of the uh, some of our teachers who are who are listening. So um, it sounds like they they are um, interested as well. So we will definitely uh, be reaching out to Mr. Devine and seeing um, how we can get involved. Um, for those of you guys listening, um, next week 
Uh, we have a very exciting show for you. Um, and usually when you talk about relationships, it doesn't matter what part of, or what aspect of relationships you talk about. It always seems to draw a large crowd. So next week we will be uh, talking about um, spending too much time with your spouse or significant other. Um, is there such a thing? Um, and if there is, does it help or hurt your relationship to spend a lot of time with your significant other? So we hope that you guys will join us next week for that one. That one should be fun. Uh, Tammy, any final words from you this evening? Um, not that I can think of right now. Just that thank you guys for listening. It was a very interesting show, so I'm I'm just excited about that, and also excited about next week's topic as well. So, but no <laughs> news um, right now. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys again for tuning in to the Butterfly Evolution Show. As always, we hope that you have a great week. We hope that you have a blessed night, and we will see you next Tuesday, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. I know